Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I explore something unexplained, talk about what it is and look at what else it could possibly be. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. This first week, there's an episode every day. Today, I'm going to head straight into the story. You'll know what it is soon enough. It's quite a famous one. Benjamin Spooner Briggs was a respectable veteran sailor. He was certainly not the type of man to panic and abandon a ship. In November 1872, he boarded his ship with his wife and two-year-old daughter. Tasked with delivering alcohol from New York to Italy, he and his crew, a combination of American sailors and for hire foreign sailors, set out onto the open ocean. On the 4th of December 1872, the ship De Gracia came upon a derelict ship east of the Azores. The Azores is a nine-island archipelago in the Atlantic Ocean and is a region of Portugal. Some of the crew of the De Gracia boarded the vessel to look for signs of life, finding it completely deserted. The ship they boarded? The Mary Celeste. Since its discovery in 1872, the Mary Celeste has become possibly one of the most infamous ships in history. It's more frightening than the ghost ship, the Flying Dutchman, because it is a real ship. But its story doesn't start in 1872. Let's go back and take a look. In Nova Scotia, Canada, a ship was built in 1860. It was named the Amazon, and first launched in 1861. The ship had bad luck from the start. Its first captain got sick and died aboard the ship. It was involved in two collisions, one in Maine and the other in the English Channel. The collision in the Channel sank the other ship. It got caught in a storm and damaged. In 1867, it was abandoned as a wreck. The Amazon was later rescued by a group of people who could not afford a ship individually. Half the ship was owned by a man named James H. Winchester. One sixth of the boat was split between two minor investors and the last third of the ship was owned by Benjamin Spooner Briggs. He had invested his life savings into it. The group put the Amazon through a refit and renamed it the Mary Celeste. We already know it set sail again in 1872 on its final voyage. When it set sail, there were seven crew members, Captain Briggs, his wife and the youngest child. Their son was left in the US to continue his schooling. All ten of the people on the ship had disappeared and only a few pieces of evidence remained. Captain David Reed Morehouse, the captain of the De Gracia and a friend of Captain Briggs, upon seeing the Mary Celeste, sent two of his crew to investigate. They discovered an empty ship. Exploring more, they found that the hold where the delivery was kept 
had taken in three and a half feet of water. There were clothes and personal items still aboard, along with six months worth of provisions and plenty of drinking water. One lifeboat was missing, as well as the captain's sextant, chronometer, navigation book and the ship's register. Written on a slate, but not in the ship's log, it was stated that on the 25th of November, the ship was six miles north of Santa Maria, one of the islands in the Azores. This meant that the ship had drifted almost 370 miles in the time between that note and its discovery. The ship itself had seen better days. Two of the hatch covers were missing, the front top sail was gone, and the binnacle, which is a stand that holds the ship's compass, was overturned. Strangely, the wheel wasn't tied down. Usually, when abandoning ships, this would be done. The cargo, however, was in good condition. Captain Morehouse, upon hearing the state of the ship, sent some more of his crew to sail the ship to Gibraltar in order to collect some salvage money for it. Almost instantly, rumours began spreading about the Mary Celeste. One theory from the Attorney General of Gibraltar suggested that the crew had been drinking the cargo and mutinied, escaping on the lifeboat so that they wouldn't be caught. The problem with that is that the alcohol was denatured, which would cause all sorts of health problems like blindness and even death. Another theory was that Captain Briggs and Captain Morehouse had schemed to split the salvage money, but argued over it and Morehouse killed Briggs, then took the money for himself. Again, there's a problem with this one. Briggs and Morehouse's friendship was well established and no evidence pointed to them scheming or quarrelling over a ship. The naval court did pay out a salvage fee to the De Gracia, but it was only a fifth of the full price. A third rumour suggested that Captain Briggs had thought that the cargo was leaking, which would have been a disaster had it caught fire, and abandoned the ship with his crew. The abandoned ship is then said to have gotten away from the crew when a wind filled the sails. The crew is also said to have been abducted by pirates. The problem with all of these theories is a lack of evidence. The ship, however, stayed in the ownership of the group who had bought it as the Amazon. In 1884, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle wrote about the Mary Celeste. A work of fiction, he described the ship as still having hot tea on the table in the galley, that a crucial page was missing from the ship's log, and that a breakfast was still cooking on the stove. None of this was true, but was reprinted in many newspapers as truth. This cemented the Mary Celeste in ocean law. This account was built upon as the story swept the world, adding details here and there. as to what happened to the ship and its crew. The first of which is alien abduction. Some believe that Briggs and his crew were abducted by aliens. This theory takes into account the false evidence propagated from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's story. 
Evidence cited includes the ship being in great condition, meals left on tables, and other pieces of evidence that came from a work of fiction. It also doesn't explain the captain's tools and the lifeboat missing from the ship. Another explanation for the disappearance was that a natural disaster hit the ship, specifically a water spout. These occur when a tornado happens at sea and could have caused the superficial damage to the ship and would also explain the water in the hold. It's entirely possible that the chronometer was inaccurate, placing the ship 130 miles away from where they thought they were. There was also a broken pump on the ship, which would have normally helped pump water from the hold. These two things, together with a water spout, could have made Briggs order an evacuation of the ship so they could row to shore for help. If the chronometer, a clock that measures time from elsewhere and is important for navigation, was incorrect, the ship could have been behind schedule and far away from where Briggs thought he was. The problem with this one is that the ship wasn't sinking or damaged beyond repair. Briggs would have known that too. Three feet of water won't sink a ship, and she was still seaworthy. It wouldn't make much sense for Briggs to order an evacuation to fix a ship that didn't need it. One theory suggests that the superficial damage to the ship was done by an alcohol explosion. This one is actually plausible, but doesn't make much sense. A small explosion on the ship could blow the hatches off, but that would also likely blow a hole in the hulls, which would also cause the ship to sink, and then it wouldn't have been discovered floating in the Atlantic. The next one isn't really a theory, but is a big nautical superstition. The ship had been renamed. Without following the proper traditions, doing this would doom a ship. It doesn't explain the problems it had whilst it was the Amazon, but it does explain how disastrous the maiden voyage of the Mary Celeste was. Regardless of the theory, it's widely believed that the whole crew evacuated the ship and perished in the lifeboat. And now the story is so old that it's impossible to tell what really happened. So I guess it will have to remain a mystery. The story from today's episode came from the 1982 Reader's Digest book, Mysteries of the Unexplained, pages 121 and 122. Elements of the story also came from a Museum Centre article about the Mary Celeste and Brian Hicks's book, Ghost Ship, The Mysterious True Story of the Mary Celeste and Her Missing Crew. The theories came from the Museum Centre article and a quick Google search to try and remember the thing about renaming ships because I was sure I'd heard it somewhere. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, you can currently find me on Facebook at What The Heck Mystery Podcast, Instagram at WT Heck Podcast, and you can also support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash What The Heck Podcast. Currently, there are no tiers to the Patreon, but once the ball starts rolling, there will be tiers with extra special things for you. I've also set up an email address. 
whattheheckpod3 at gmail.com. I'd like you to send in your stories of the unexplained so I can read them out in secondary episodes. But if you have any issues with my phrasing or think some of the things that I've said are insensitive, please don't be afraid to let me know and I'll address them in episodes as I record them. Thanks for listening and I'll see you for the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.